Hello, I'm Andrew Chiaparilla. And I am still Andrew Papadopoulos. Welcome to the NFL 20 podcast. One of the top four NFL podcasts in what, you guessed it, the greater Whetstone area. Oh my god, you're so good at guessing. <laughs> well done, you guys. So this is the second part of, yeah. our, of our off-season extravaganza. Yeah, our first off-season extravaganza, which we are... Which we mentioned in the last podcast, which if you haven't listened to, you should, because not only will you get a great intro to both, you'll get some QB chat. Yes. Um, and this is, as we mentioned in the intro to that, the uh, long-awaited, at least by Ambrish, uh, rule changes podcast of, of, of rules that Ambrish, and slightly myself, but also Ambrish, would like to see changed in the NFL. Yes, a podcast for nerds. It's what we all dreamed of. Exactly. Finally. Finally. No more. We're just going into it now. We're not trying to even just think about okay. reality. We're just going straight into speculation. So, uh, seeing as it's the off-season, time to look at the rules that govern the game we love. Indeed. And uh, Ambrish got some ideas, and me a little bit, but mostly Ambrish, has uh, got some ideas of a few rules that could or should be changed just to make things... Is it fairer or more entertaining? Uh, mostly fairer. Mm, okay. I'm a boring fellow, what can I say? Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, I guess the only way to start this release is to like get into the first rule. So I think one rule that definitely needs changing is when you fumble a ball through an attacking end zone. So when like, you're running, you're about to score a touchdown, and then you just drop the ball, and it rolls out, out of bounds. Out of bounds through the back line of the end zone, or also Doesn't matter. the sidelines. If it rolls into the end zone. Or if it touches the orange pylon. Yeah, which is out of bounds on the side. Yeah. Um, then it is considered a touchback and you you lose possession of the ball and it's a touchback. And they get the ball in the 20-yard line. Yeah. We saw this a couple of times with, I remember Todd Gurley had one specifically where he stretched for the end zone, sort of slightly fumbled the ball into the pylon. I mean, it, it was very close. Like mm-hmm. the ball came yeah. out of it. It was in his hands, half in his hands, but it came out of his hands, hit the pylon and then... That was it. End of the possession. Yeah. So for me, there's a really obvious fix. I don't actually know whether or not the NFL are currently reviewing this one, but uh, you just simply turn it into the same as with a out of bounds on the sideline. Um, the offense gets possession at the same point when the ball was lost. Simple. Okay. So so you mean? Or like the so team that had possession last. Sorry. So the, the team. So so say with Todd Gurley fumbling out, hitting the pylon and it fumbling out. Would that be then a possession on like? At like inches or something or, or yeah what? it would be a possession of the inches mm, or okay. the reason why i had to clarify is because i don't know if andrew remembers about three years ago the ravens versus the patriots i think it was um you got a turnover it was either a pick that was just about to be run in for a pick six and then the ball got stripped from uh, the defensive player's hands it might have been a fumble recovery and was about to be run in it was like a playoff game as well it was a really important game and uh, the ball got stripped from uh, the player's hands. Like he got, his arm got hit, so he fumbled the ball forward through the end zone, out the back of the end zone. And so this amazing play that they'd just done, which was really critical at the time, just, just negated. It was nothing. So it was, uh, I guess, so it wasn't, it wasn't even counted as an interception? It was, but because of the fumble, it was a touchback the other way. Oh, right. Oh, okay. And then the Patriots got the ball back, or whoever. Yeah, the, yeah whomever, yeah. Change this fucking rule! <laughs> I don't remember. The, I don't remember that. That sounds. Um, so, so, so you think that 
Right, okay. So you think that if a ball is fumbled out of the end zone by the offence, they should get the ball at basically the one-yard line or something? No, they should get the ball at where they lost the ball, which could be the one-yard line. It but could if they're be... in the end zone, oh, I guess it would be a touchdown then, wouldn't it? If they got into the end zone... Yeah, it would there? just be a touchdown. But basically, treat it the same as a fumble out of the sideline. Right, right. If, if you fumble it and the defence recovers it in the end zone, obviously it's a touchback. But if you fumble it and no one recovers it, then just treat it like it, like if it's gone out of bounds, treat it like it's gone out of bounds. You don't need to treat the end zone as some sacred turf, except when it is. Okay, uh, let's do the next thing. Um, so you've got here catch rule. <coughs> so Four NFL, steps. So the NFL are currently reviewing the catch rule. And this is something I just came up with, though. We, the, the, the catch rule, as everyone knows, needs to be reviewed and changed. I think you'd agree with that, right? Uh, maybe. Not really. Why? Do you know what the catch rule is right now? Why don't you tell me? I'll tell you if it sounds like shit. Well, no one knows what the catch rule is right now. That isn't was the it, point. Isn't it you catch it and you have to m- make some sort of football move? That was the rule in like the 80s. Oh, come on. They keep saying it. They're saying it now. That's not the rule anymore. Oh, what's the rule? It's, it's really ambiguous. There's no clear rule. It's like a football move, but you have to maintain possession when you go down and all this shit. Um, what I would suggest is that you either... So you, you've got to toe tap twice, obviously, to get your possession. But what I'd suggest is that you have to take four proper steps. So four steps where you actually have the weight of your legs on your feet. Or you have to maintain possession through whatever ground contact that you have. Okay. So if either of them are not met... like So you have two steps to get the possession. If you take two more steps after that, then it's a catch. Like, but then would, if, then if you catch, fumble the ball... That would still be a catch under the current rules. Yeah, it? but I'm saying that at that point... Like if you kind of like during the Super Bowl, uh, which you didn't watch, um, Zach Ertz made a touchdown bid where he took like six steps and then dove into the end zone and lost the ball after he landed in the end zone. And they reviewed this. But I'm saying it shouldn't need a review because if you take four contacts, which are like proper steps, then that's a catch. Like at that point, if you fumble the ball afterwards, it's a fumble. It's not a... It's oh, not is that what they were reviewing? Dropped. Whether or not it was a catch, not whether or not he got in the end zone. Yeah. They were reviewing whether it was a catch. Even yeah. though he took six steps. It was about six steps, yeah. Might have, it might have even been more. Right, crazy. So I say, if, you, if you've taken four steps and you get tackled, then it's a fumble, not a drop you, pass. You mean tackled, like lose the ball? Fumble, yeah, if you fumble it. Okay. All right. Isn't that isn't that isn't that just isn't that currently a fumble though? Four steps. And it then depends though. It. Right now, right now they sometimes give it and sometimes don't. All right, okay. And if you don't take four steps and you go to ground, which is the bigger situation that we're talking about, like if you lay out in the end zone or lay out somewhere else. So if you're kind of laying out for the ball, basically. What if you uh, what if you have the ball in your hands but you lay out for the end zone after taking like two steps or whatever? Then it, you have to maintain does, contact. Does it have to be like, does the ball have to not touch the ground at all? Like if you're holding it by its sides, does it have to not I think touch the ground? you have to maintain, like your hand shouldn't move relative to the ball. Mm. So you, at least one of your two so hands must be... So the bottom of the ball touches the ground with both your hands firmly on it. Yeah. That's, if, that's if your hands, a, if the ball doesn't move compared to your, relative to your hands. Okay. Okay. That's my suggestion. I don't know what you think about that. That that's a fairly quick suggestion, though. I didn't like review film to make that idea, so maybe it's a terrible idea. 
Not necessarily. Tell us what you think. Email us at nfl20pod at gmail.com. Yeah. I don't think you can really tweet this, so... What? <laughs> also, no one checks our Twitter. Yeah. So, next rule. Defensive pass interference. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, you get random defensive pass interference calls which give you the length of the football field. Yes. So okay. what I'm suggesting is that instead of that, which is actually something the NFL are currently reviewing, so by the time this comes out, maybe this rule would have already changed, as well as the cat rule, um, is that you the defensive pass interference, regardless of where it is, just gives you 15 yards. Isn't that a bit... Isn't that become a bit dangerous, though? Because then, like... If it's if it's if it's a very long pass mm-hmm. for like a thirty yard pass, doesn't it, doesn't it become like basically very sensible to just foul the guy? Hmm, it's interesting. I didn't think of that. Honestly, that's because uh... then like you'd be giving up fifteen yards, but it's better than like. Well, maybe maybe you'd get like ejected from the game, or you'd get like a misconduct penalty. Why are they reviewing this? Like, do you know why they're reviewing this? Like, yeah, basically, you'd get a lot of times when the ball was like fifty fifty. And because the way the defense, the the way the pass interference is set up right now, it is very heavily skewed towards getting defensive pass interferences compared to offensive. Uh, the the defense have to go absolutely out of their way to get fouled. Like the, the offense basically has to try to foul them. I've seen I've seen some, I've seen offensive pass interference. Like pushing off is a big thing. How often do you see it? Pushing like... off is not pass interference. Well, it is pass. Interference. Oh, you mean oh, you mean while catching? Yeah, like yeah, off, okay, like yeah. yeah, as in like yeah. uh, the offensive player. Hmm. He'll like turn for the ball, and it'll sort of like you know, he'll yeah, just so, yeah, off the defensive player. Yeah. yeah, that's that. Yeah, that is, but that's really rare. Usually, it goes the other way. Yeah, um, it's it's quite rare. It's not super rare. If you look at the percentages, it's about ten All to fifteen right. percent that are right, defensive, fine. whereas it should really be fifty-fifty because they're both going for the ball. Yeah, I mean, like, so I'm 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 not. I'm not. I'm not really that much in favour of the whole 15 yards mandatory. Everything's 15 yards thing. Um, so, so okay. So the reason why I think it should be is basically that there are a lot of times when the ball is 50-50, and the defence get flagged for pass interference, and you end up getting like 70 yards on this bomb, which I don't think is fair because it's it like it was. It wasn't a hundred percent chance that he's going to catch that if it hadn't been for the interference. And I do see that there will be a chance for teams to like foul deliberately, but what they'd need to do for that is just add an extra foul and just be like a personal conduct, like a misconduct foul, and that can add on like the fifteen yards on top of that, which will take care of thirty yard passes, which are pretty big. Yeah, maybe that's a difficult one. Well, yeah, there, there that is that is more difficult than I thought, but I I agree that if if they can correct the rule for a deliberate foul, essentially. Mm. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see where they come out with that one. Um, as as you say, they're reviewing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next one: revise intentional grounding. So, I mean, this is getting to more speculative. The previous ones are legitimate rules that should be changed and almost certainly will be changed. This one is a personal pet peeve of mine. There is way too little. In, there, there are way too few intentional grounding flags in the NFL. Yeah, you do say it a lot. Yeah. Do you do you disagree with me? Uh, some of the time, like wh- wh- so. Currently, it's if you throw the ball like into an area where there's no receiver and you're between the tackles, and you have to throw it beyond the line of scrimmage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, what's wrong with that? So, is it so? One thing I've never understood: is it two of the three? Is it all three? Is it only one of those three? Because I've definitely seen instances where only two of the three are met, or only one of the three is met, and they're like, "Oh well, that means it's not pass interference." Hmm. Yeah. It's uh. So I thought I thought I thought your main problem with it was that guys were you mostly you mostly seem to oh I guess yeah you mostly seem to do it when you mostly seem to complain when I I think I always think that the most key one is obviously like throwing it into a BS area but then also uh, when you're still between the tackles when yeah. when they're outside the tackles I always think it's a bit more like just lenient mm. uh, whereas you seem to like not be you seem to be like ah oh, it's intentional grounding motherfucker. So the other thing that I always seem to notice is the definition of the tackle box seems to be between the two lines on the field. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 but I, it, I it's always never, it's never the, like the two tackles. I'm like, no, the tackle box should be like if you if you're on one edge, then you can just take one step and it's no longer intentional grounding. You just step to the right because you're on the right hash, and that's it. It's no longer intentional grounding. That's kind of bullshit to me. I thought um, it was between the actual tackles, like the offensive line tackles. See, that's what I've never understood, because a lot of the time they go, oh, well, he crossed the hash mark, so he's fine. And I'm like, no, he's not fine. They had the ball like an inch from the hash mark. Yeah, 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 because they, obviously, like, the way it works is mm. if you run and the play ends somewhere on the right-hand side of the field, they will just place it on the right hash mark because they don't allow plays to just begin from way over by the sideline. They allow them to begin, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, just to clarify that, one of our listeners, Jez, was asking about that specific rule. So that that's your answer there, that if the ball is, the, the end of the play is between the two hash marks, uh, then the ball is snapped from wherever it was. Yeah. If it's outside of them, either to the right or to the left, then they move it to the edge, the left edge or the right edge of the hash marks, and that's how they decide where the next snap is going to be. Yeah, exactly. If you just played any Madden, he would know this. I guess he hasn't. Just man up. <laughs> Madden up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, the, I, I think there are a lot of situations where the player does essentially throw the ball away when they're in, within the tackles. I can see that they'd be more lenient when they're outside the tackles. I personally still you don't are think allowed, that's okay. You are allowed to throw the ball away, though. Like, as in, you are. Should you be? I think, I think you should put it in a place where at least a receiver has a shot at getting it. Hmm. Which would make the game more exciting. There'd be a lot more picks, which True. would be exciting. True. Well, so like, so so, so say when when a cute because normally people normally quarterbacks well they, they might not get credit for throwing it away, but they'll they get credit for throwing it away as opposed to taking a sack or throwing a mm. pick or something. So like when you throw it away, does it still have to be? Is is it officially in the rules that you can't just chuck it at the sideline? Doesn't matter. Well, if you're out of the tackle box, you can just chuck it at the sideline. They do all the time. Mm. But. I think you shouldn't be allowed to do that. You'd have to, yeah, throw it at least near a receiver, and then like. But the problem is, obviously, uh, this is never, ever, 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 ever going to happen because the NFL loves offense. Yeah, and this is going to result in loads of sacks. Basically, the ball's going to go backwards, and there's going to be less scoring, which is going to make the NFL more boring. Because, and but the inverted commas up by the when I said boring. Because, you know, defense is obviously boring. Points are fun. D is bad. Yeah, there is something satisfying about an intentional grounding penalty, isn't there? It's, it's a big penalty. I'm not going to lie to you. Part of the reason why I thought of this, and you will, you will agree with me when I tell you this, is because I hate a, a man 
a, a rapist by the name of Ben Roethlisberger because uh, he is all the time going down and as he's going down he throws the ball to the ground and then points at a receiver 10 metres away going look it was to him it was to him um, and then they go yeah that's fine like no that was clearly intentional grounding he threw the ball away he was like an inch from the ground when he released the ball that player had no chance of getting anywhere near it and yeah. they keep getting away with it it's like no that's a sack he got sacked it's, part, it's partly because you know the guys the guys I'm sure saying you know oh, if, if, if this guy hadn't been like falling on top of me I would have been able to get it to reach that guy yeah um, then get it to reach him throw the ball to your receiver but Don't... he couldn't because he was being tackled yeah that, that's because he got sacked yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough area. You're right. It is a it is a one, and it is. It's yeah. probably one that's not likely to change anytime soon. No, I just think they should be more strict with it. That's basically the biggest takeaway from that. So we've basically got only a couple left here. Uh, one. Oh, I one. could I could come up with loads more if you want, but the the more serious ones, if you want, uh, there's, there's we've got kickoff punts. Yeah, change the kickoffs. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. What what do we do instead? Uh, you get a fourth and fifteen. So the so the theory behind this. Is that so it's fourth down and fifteen. You yeah. just scored, then you have a fourth down and fifteen, and the down line is well on, it's the, on, 45, 45, is yeah. on the forty five. It's on your own forty five. Okay. And you're on you, you have the ball on your own thirty basically. Uh, so the theory behind this is that you do need to have something to replace it. So kickoffs are dangerous. There's also lots of uh, lots of concussions, lots of random shit goes on in kickoffs, lots of pain. And punts are much safer. There's a lot less impact because people aren't running at each other. They're running in the same direction and then just blocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, with kickoffs, most of the time you end up within five yards off the 25-yard line if you do decide to run it back. But 90% of kickoffs end up between uh, 20 and 30 yards. Interesting. So that, that's no... including like touchbacks, obviously. No, that's excluding touchbacks. Wait, if you run it back, oh, right. you're going to end up between 20 and 30 almost all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Running back kickoffs essentially makes very little difference. And that's where, like, that's... So you get a lot of injuries during kickoffs, and they don't really add that much, because all that happens nowadays is, because it's at the 35-yard line, they, like, take a knee or you run it back to the same spot where you'd get it. So what if instead... You got the ball at the fourth and uh, at a fourth and fifteen from your own thirty. What it does is it gives you the same thing as an onside kick, because if you complete the fourth down, you get the ball. Um, the percentage is actually pretty similar, for which is why they chose fourth and fifteen. Completing a fourth and fifteen is about as likely as completing a non-surprise onside kick. Really? Yeah. I feel like non-surprise onside kicks have an absolutely shocking success rate. As do fourth and fifteens. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just the player. I would have thought it would be, would be higher. It would be like at least like 10% or something. Or It's, no, it, like it's low and it's, I think 10% is... So what is, happens if, so wait a minute, so say you don't make it, the, the, the other team then gets the ball on, on your 45. On your 30, or wherever you get it to. If you throw an incomplete pass on your own 30. If you go for it on fourth down, it's essentially replacing an oh, offside kick. so they can just punt it. Yeah, you just uh, punt uh, it. Oh, uh, okay. And a punt is much safer than a normal kickoff. Right, okay. And a punt return is much safer than a kickoff yeah. return. And a punt return has more variance as well. So it's more exciting. 
Yes, like but you could you could get a bigger also... punt return or yeah. a smaller one as well. You could punt it to the side. You could be you could do the Andrew trick and punt it out the sideline to as far as you can. You could be like trick. Sam Coke and trick. and punt it so it bounces forward instead of backwards. There's there's like a lot more you can do with a punt. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, that's interesting. That's not such a joke proposal. Mm. It's actually been proposed by Roger Goodell. We see. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but they haven't implemented it yet. It wouldn't surprise me if this comes in within the next five years. Um, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I go for it. Well, I, I see, like, yeah, it's like they're uh, they're just opening up a uh, possibility of uh, a few more things happening. I mean, obviously, a punt would be the most normal course of action. Yeah. Like, it would be difficult to see a situation, but it would be fun I mean, to see a situation where a team... Just, cheeky fake punt. Where a team just starts and they're like, yeah, we're just going to chuck this. So you can just fucking man up, can't you? What about what about Ben Roethlisberger? He actually becomes more useful now. What about because he can throw and punt? So they could be like they can punt. Yeah, have you never seen him punt? He punts loads, man. What a, I've, not in a game, surely. <laughs> yeah, he's punted in games. I've never. seen How him. do you know? Seriously, he's punted against the Ravens on many, many oh, occasions. What the fuck? This is ridiculous. I don't believe you. <laughs> you, I'll, you I'll, can, I'll look at we're it. Gonna, we're going to watch this later. Andrew's going to publicly apologise to me. Fine, I'll apologise next week if, 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 if it's real. Um, next year. Next year. <laughs> next episode, let's say. Um, so next decade. <laughs> all right. So uh, we've got one more left now. Um, yeah. I mean, there are other ones that I'd like to see. Like, as you said, we can generate more safeties with like other random rules. But one more, more left. Free kicks. Free kicks should be four points. Boom. There you go. Boom. Done. Oh, yeah, we Done. We can mention that another time. Yeah. But the last one here says pay college players. Yes. The college players who play NFL should get paid. And the other sports as well. You mean who play American football, not who play yeah. NFL. Who play in college. That's what I said. Who play American football or basketball or anything else. But specifically with American football. The thing is, this is an American football podcast. Um... But, you know, some people say it's an amateur game. They should do it for the love of the game. They should, they're getting other benefits. That's fine. They can, they can make their money when they get to the pros. Fair enough. If the head coach doesn't get paid, the tickets are all for free, the people who sell the rights get to sell their rights for nothing. The NCAA sells the rights to EA for nothing. And I get to download NCAA football for free. If everyone refuses to make money, then that's fine. The shirt sales are also for free. I get my free... T-shirt for of Josh Rosen. Free Johnny Manziel T-shirt. Yes, when he's in jail, and it's like free Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Very quick wish. Um, yeah. So yeah, if none of these people make money, fair enough. Don't pay the players. Yeah, I, I I was thinking today, like you know, I mean maybe I think you know, it's 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 I see a little bit what they're saying about I don't think it's valid, but saying you know the, the amateur spirits and like not doing it for pay. I see that a little bit, but I, yeah, I'm communist. But I just think, I just think, like, shouldn't they just give them like a little bit? Like, say, if you gave each player like ten grand a year or something, like it's not enough. It's not enough to say that it's a job, but like it's enough to so that they're not actually like poor. Like they're not actually like going, oh, I've just finished practice. I'm really hungry. Shame I can't afford a hamburger. Yeah, no, I'm still not. That that wouldn't work for me. You don't think just paying them a little bit at first no. and then free market. Right. Open that shit up. Wouldn't it then become a bit more like? I know it is a little bit like that now, but you know, bigger teams can afford to pay their players more, which makes recruitment a whole different thing. Recruitment's already like that. 
Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm not against the paying the players. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just paying devil's advocate. Yeah. But those, a very cheap man's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> there's no need for Dell's advocate, really. It was just a brief point. We're not getting into a big discussion about this. Um, no we've all, we all know that the players should be paid. And this is just a very short argument that you can use the next time you have a discussion with someone who says, no, it should be amateur. I'm like, okay, that's fine. As long as, you know, and, and like, it's okay. EA can charge for Madden. Just don't charge for the NCAA. Yeah. At the same time, though, like, you know, there are amateur sports that people watch and they do still pay to go. Like, I go, so you st- not a lot, I guess, but those things still need to be kind of, that's the not infrastructure amateur. does have to kind of be maintained. But like, that's, the reason why that's amateur is because the person doesn't get, like, can't get paid. Like, they, they, if, if the player demanded money, then they'd be like, we can't, we don't have enough money to give you. These colleges have ridiculous amounts of money. Mm. Okay. Well, no, we're not going to get into it. Yeah, but yeah. there you go. Pay the players. And would you like to refer people to the South Park episode on this subject? <laughs> well, you mean the Crack Baby Wrestling League? Crack Baby Wrestling League. Yeah, there you go. So that's well, bit... yeah, you see, sir, I'd like to buy some of your players, some of your slaves. I mean, I mean, some of your college <laughs> athletes. Oh, well, that's interesting. There you go. Um, mm. That was a little clip right there. Good shit. <laughs> so there you go. That is a two podcasts or one podcast, uh, two podcasts. In two. <laughs> That is the episode in the bag. Boom. Um, great stuff. So. Yeah. We'd like to, as usual, thank Order 66 for providing us with our music. Exactly. They have, they've been doing a great job this whole time, whether they know it or not. Pretty sure they don't. But pretty sure they don't. They're, they're the good guys. They're good guys. Um, which leads to one very important question. Ambrish, which of these rules do you think will actually be changed? Oh, my God. The tables have turned. I think the cat rule. Mm. He's definitely getting changed. You're supposed to get a, cra- you get a crazy art today. You're supposed to say, oh, okay. college players. They're going to pick all the players. They're going to play all. No, so okay, that's, that's, come on. There's crazy, and there's like ridiculous. Yeah.